a whole lot. Trial tribulation, but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry, yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many motherfuckers wanna tell me. But they don't be gonna never tell me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they fell me. And I love myself. Hey everybody, my name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're tuned to Cognac, Cupcakes, and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our community. In short, it's, it's a vibe. vibe. So yes, if y'all no. ever want to know what we mean by it's a vibe, you know, we just explained it. Exactly. <laughs> and if you've ever been to any of our events, yes. you know the vibes. Yes. If you ever like follow our social media, mm-hmm. you know the vibes like... You know the vibe. You know it. Yeah, yeah, you know it. You know it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, welcome to our annual self-lovery episode. I'm saying that because I'm calling it into existence that I feel like every episode around Valentine's Day is going to be about self-lovery. How do you feel about that? I, I did am, not go over that with you. I actually <laughs> am here for that. Honestly, I am here for that all the way completely and truly and surely because, you know, everybody... It's good to love, spread the love all around, but I think sometimes we really forget to love on ourselves, and that topic has been coming, like, more and more prominent with every conversation I've been having with people, Mm -hmm. and I have never even realized, like, I'm in a relationship, and I have to learn to teach myself how to love myself again, so I completely feel like this is definitely something that is needed for the people, and we're going to do that for y'all. Yes, that's exactly what this episode is about, so thank you for explaining that. We're so in sync that I didn't even get to tell her what the episode was going to be about, and she she nailed it. Yeah, she nailed it. Yeah, (laughs) we need it. It's for the people. We give that grace to God because you know He laid that on your heart. Yeah, and then you know from your heart to to your lips, right? Exactly. So you gonna hit him with the motivational moment? So yes, in honor of. Black History Month, as you guys know, we are trying to have motivational moments that are inspiring, and I would like it to come from our black leaders. So this black leader is Harriet Tubman, and our motivational moment is, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Love it. Yes, Love it. Yes. Yes. All right, so... Of course, we're going to take a sharp left and head into righteousness and ratchetness. Yes, girl. Let's go ahead and hit up that T, that R and R. It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. Okay, so we're going to start off with some righteousness. Um, I'd like to salute myself for making these bomb-ass margaritas. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> so we got a bartender. <laughs> Two bartenders. Woo-hoo. I learned from the best, aka Kel. <laughs> so yeah, let's start off with some righteousness. Let's get into uh guess who got married? Who? Secretly back in December. Who? Maya. You lying. No. She wow. got married. I'll show you her. Um uh, I love when I when Kel doesn't know the team. I know. So I get it. So it's I have more... been online. <laughs> Yes, that wow. was her wedding dress, apparently. She looks beautiful. Yes. Um, I, I found that dress to be interesting because, well, they saying it's a white boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, they saying it's right. somebody white, you know, so she, she don't no really pictures. got no pictures yet. But apparently that picture is somewhere 
you know, available Let me see the picture for, people again. To, for people to Momo see. Yes. That is a very modest dress for her. I'm right. surprised. And when I see that but it's on pretty. somebody who has an, a bomb-ass body, usually, I immediately go to, are you pregnant? And I'm telling you, Kel, nine times out of ten, right. I'm right. Mm-hmm. So maybe she decided to be modest for the wedding. But she is on a beach. Like, <laughs> like come on now. Okay, I can't I, help. I'm going to be real with you. Yes, yes, I agree that she probably is pregnant. And the reason why I say that, not only because of that, is that Maya has always been super small. Yes. And her hips are very extended, even for it to be a wedding dress that mm. is flowy and ball gowny like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. And then it stops just above well, where your yeah, yeah, would yeah, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think you have some, you know... I think you're right. <laughs> yes. So uh, let me send my friends in my melanin rainbow um, IG <laughs> chat room. I think she prego. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah. So that's the tea with that. Um, wow. Salute to her. Congrats to her. Yes. Happy for her. Um, and I hope she is pregnant. That would be great. You know. I yes. Mean, new life. Yeah. New life. Bring forth new life and a new marriage. I think that's amazing. And I'm happy for her. I know she's had. Her, you know, as we all have had her dealings with her relationships in the past. So everybody got to kiss a couple frogs before right. they get to um, You know, go ahead and love your white boy. Now, <laughs> continuing the righteousness, uh, Dwayne Wade has been in the news all week because he revealed on the Ellen TV show that his 12 year old son will now identify as a female and change her name to Zaya. Now, of course, people went in well, on what's, social media. What was the original name? Uh, was it Zaire or no? I think Zaire is the other son. Oh, okay. Okay. I think. And I should have looked that up before. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No. I, no, you know what? It might be in the comments. Let me go ahead and find it. Right. Um, they were talking about this at work while you're looking that up. Mm-hmm. And um, they asked me. Opinion on like how would I feel as a mom, you know, of a son. Of a son. Oh, his name was Zion, and oh, okay. now she is Zaya. Zaya. Either way, I think those are really pretty names. Yeah, <laughs> both are. Yeah. Um, and my comment. I like how they're all Z's. Sorry, right. I know, right? <laughs> my comment to that was, you know, while I don't want that lifestyle for my child, mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. my child regardless, and I will respect their decision. And then they asked me, you know, 12 years old is really young for you to to come to terms with that. And I was like, as I agree, because mm-hmm. at 30, there's some things that I feel like I'm too young to come to terms with. Mm-hmm. So um, I mm-hmm. would like to see how it plays out because, you know, we do have friends who feel like they, um, they I don't, don't want to say they were born in the wrong body, but they don't feel like. What they feel about um, non-binary, like they don't feel like either sex or no. I I think that they they just they feel like that there was there was something missing or something lacking. Oh, I don't even know if that's the right terms. I play very like carefully with my words when it comes oh, to well, to that particular mm-hmm, community mm-hmm. because I want to be sensitive. You know. Yes. Yes. But I feel like they 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 would prefer to identify in other ways. I guess that's the way, the yeah, best way yeah, to say yeah. it. Yeah. And 
I was able to respect that. So I feel like I would have to have an open mind that these the times are changing and yeah, it's more accepting now. Yeah, uh, accepted now and. Um, you can take it or leave it like however you choose to feel about it. Um, you know, uh, same thing with being a mom. I'm not a mom yet, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, I understand how a mom, you know, at the end of the day, a mom, a parent, most of the time, not all because Mm -hmm. some parents are trash, but most of the time you, you want to protect your child. Right. And that's where a lot of it stems from. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Gabby and more so um, Dwayne, who's the actual, you know, biological parent, wants to, um, you know, support him fearlessly, support her, excuse me, fearlessly uh, as she's made this decision. And it must have been pretty strong of a decision. I mean, as you can't front. They, they've been talking about this for how long now? Ever since we saw... Um, when Zaya was Zion on the float at Miami Pride with Gabby a couple mm-hmm. years ago. So this this isn't like a, not Something saying this is what now. you're saying, but this isn't like I just woke up. You know, Zaya was getting teased for having nails on and the Christmas pictures and stuff like that. So this has been something that's been going on. And I want to read a quote from um, our fellow Maryland native, uh, Kyle Anthony of the Neighborhood Talk. He said, I'm just not feeling the comments in regards to Dwayne Wade's daughter, Zaya. I grew up literally, this is to piggyback off of what you just said. I grew up literally having almost two personas because one wasn't accepted. I used to go home in the fifth grade and literally cry to God and ask him to make me straight. I tried to make myself straight to the point it messed me up for a while. Y'all don't know what people are going through or their journey. I'm just now figuring out who Kyle is at 25 because fear kept me from living a double life. Fear kept me living a double life basically my whole life. Let people live their truth. And so I think at the end of the day, regardless of how you feel about it, just be kind. Yeah. Be kind. Um, everybody raising their child however they want to raise their child. And that's how uh, Gabby and Dwayne are choosing to support their child. Whatever ends up happening in the future with Zaya will be, will be. But I do want to say for the record that Zaya has not, um, what I saw, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is confirmed. Zaya is not necessarily transforming, um, transitioning physically right now she's just identifying as yes that. and that makes sense and and i think that, that and i don't think that's a bad idea at the time i think that's a nice control in the moment right now like zaya's only 12 but if zaya wants to identify as that fine but you know this will give zaya an opportunity to fully explore Experience. what this means mm-hmm. before zaya decides to start transitioning but but for the record also on the other side of the coin um, it is better, regardless of what you think, you know, the earlier you start transitioning, the more, you know, for when Zaya becomes an adult, that she will be closer to being who she thinks she, who she believes she is on the inside as far as physically mm-hmm. what she looks like. Cause it takes a long time for you to really transition. Like some of these people have been transitioning for like 10 years plus, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
it takes a long time for it to fully kick in and stuff the hormones the body changes and stuff so it is like oh if you catch it early and there's a lot of people that do do the transition in their preteens because you know I think that's helpful for them but like I said I think you know just as far as like okay let's see where Zaya goes with this then we'll decide as a family and of course ultimately I guess Zaya if she's ready to physically transition Right. I think we have to take it from the individual basis. Like, think of you as a human. Like, you wanted to try all these different things as a child. You have different, like, you know, periods and stages, whether you were in grunge, you were hip-hop, now you're, you know, you're girly, or whatever the case may be for whoever you are as an individual basis. Like, I think it's more of a thing where we can't judge it from, this is how you're supposed to be, but this is how you feel as an individual, and if this is the way that you want to go, then that's fine. Right, because I, I, I do, I would say not being someone that's transitioned personally, so I will never fully know, just like, you know, mm-hmm. someone that's white or a man will never know what it is to be a black woman. Right. But, you know, not knowing what it is to be someone that wants to transition, I would think that they have to feel very strongly about it. It's not... Mommy, I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. Right. You know, it's like, I don't feel like I'm in the right body. And I will never know how that feels. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, just be kind. Yep. Be kind. You know, what would Jesus do? WWJD. Okay. Be kind because, yeah, just go ahead. And that's not up to us to, you know, judge that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just be kind and let people be what they want to be. All right. So (laughs) moving on. Speaking of letting people be. (laughs) Oh, did Craig post something about the costume? No, I tried. I'm about to stop the whole show. (laughs) Okay, sorry. We we getting ready for carnival. Okay, so (laughs) back to the R&R. So Snoop Dogg is issuing an apology and uh, to Gail King. Now we talked about this on the last week's episode, um, and how you know Snoop had something to say to Gail. Well, first off, if you don't know, which you should, <laughs> Gail had an interview um, on CBS. Is that what it is or NBC? Either way, she wants something. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, um, she was on there interviewing Lisa Leslie, and long story short, it was a little bit of a kerfuffle in the interview not between them it was pretty calm of an interview but a lot of people didn't like all the questioning that gail had to to lisa about kobe's legacy being affected by the uh rape allegations that he had against that woman um and the court case obviously that uh followed after that in the proceedings so um, you know, there was a lot of people that spoke out about it. Some were like Ari Lennox, Boosie Badass, Boosie Badass, and Snoop were like some of the first few people to speak out against Gail. Uh, you know, Ari coined the phrases, oh, um, what are they, what she called them? Okra and Kale. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so people been using that, Okra and Kale. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Okra for Oprah. And, um, you know, but the one that picked up the most traction was obviously Snoop because Snoop called, you know, at first he started off his response to it as, damn, Gail, you know, and I'm paraphrasing, but damn, Gail, 
you ain't have to do that. You know, <laughs> like that. You wrong for that. You wrong mm-hmm. for that. And he was like, at first he seemed disappointed. Then he got mad. And he was like, should I call her? Should I call her one? You dog face bitch. You Ooh. know, like not dog face, dog head. It wasn't dog face. It was like dog head or some some weird shit. Like, I don't know. But then he said, respect the family or we going to come and get you. Something along those lines mm. about coming and get them if you don't respect the family. So after that, I remember seeing that and being like, hmm. Okay, so it's a bit much. It's a bit much. You know, you got a little too hype, but right. I never saw it as a threat. a threat. Right. Apparently, people were trying to mobilize and were sending death threats to Gail. You got to be careful when you have that much clout, though. Like, you, when you have that type of authority, that when I say authority, meaning like you have that um, power to people that people believe in the things that you say and are willing to on the things that you say like what is that word it's not power that i'm looking for but I, um clout is the right I word clout, I think. yeah you have to be um, very, influence influence that's yes, the word i was looking for when you have that type of influence you have to be very mm-hmm. mindful of the things that you say because although you might not physically mean for someone to 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 have harm on them yeah they will take that literally yeah 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 so they took it literally with her and they took it literally with Snoop. So um, Snoop has now apologized, saying that two wrongs don't make a right. And, um, you know, I'll just make sure that I repost it on the CCC IG story so you can check it out for yourself. Um, it's a long two swipe <laughs> video, so I'm not even going to bother play it on here. But, um, you know, he apologized. I haven't really heard. Her apologize. I know in her response, which, you know, we didn't talk about it on the podcast because it came out like the next morning. But she said that the interview was, you know, it was nothing like Lisa had an issue with any of the questions. She spoke to Lisa after and she was fine with everything. Um, And, you know, some would argue that Lisa had the opportunity to answer or give a response to those people who have those questions. And Gail, of course, said that she was just coming from the perspective of people who have those questions. Um, I don't believe you. You need more people, um, Gail. I think that you felt the same way for whatever nasty-ass reason. Um, But Snoop still wasn't right for doing what he did. And to those who feel like, and this is just me speaking for myself, to those who feel like, oh, well, you know, she had the right to ask those questions and she didn't necessarily um, mean what she said or whatever. And, you know, CBS or NBC, whatever, uh, you know, network that was, cut it up. That One, they can only cut up what you give them. Um, so right. it was very evident that she was poking and prodding and leading with her questions. Um, so fuck that. And two, I don't think it was appropriate. Yeah, people have those questions about Snoop. I'm Snoop, sorry. The tequila is getting to me. Kobe. (laughs) But, um, you know, there's a time and a place, and there should be a little more tact involved. So I think that there was was an issue on both sides. I don't think Lisa said anything wrong. I think she was straight up with what her response was, because there was a few um, podcasts that I love that I listened to that said that even Lisa was biased 
because black men, we always have to continue to support our black men. And when are we going to be supported? I don't think this was some hotep shit, my nigga. Like, I feel like that was her friend. She wanted to, first, first of all, respect him in his death. You know, the man ain't even in the ground and you poking and prodding at this question, you know, asking me in three different ways and Lord knows how many other ways behind the scenes because you know they asking them questions like 45 different ways and then they cut it up with the most, you know, salacious response that they finally get out of you. So, you know, I, I she answered it for her friend. She was not there. And I really do feel for the victim, even though it may sound like I don't. I, I feel for the victim to have to, you know, even hear her name involved with this man's death. Because to me, why are we bringing that up in his death? Right. He died. So she could have had her own little party like, ooh, he died. We, I'm so happy. I don't have to live with seeing him on television like that, even though I'm going to have to go through this period of seeing him on television and loved and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, like he's gone. Like, why are you bringing that story back up again? You are part of that too. If you want to talk about, oh, Kobe dying may bring up, rehash some feelings of fear or, or disgust or disdain for the woman who was, um, you know, involved in the rape or was raped, whatever God knows what happened. Um, you bringing it up on national TV didn't help the situation at all. Like you could have just let that rest, but you want to bring that shit up for the sake of what everybody else is thinking. No, fuck that, Gail. You could have you could have made a choice. You had a choice. You I had agree. a choice. I agree with everything that you said. And before she, before you're a journalist, you're a human being. And while you are a human being, in tandem, you are a black. You are part of the black community. Yes. And you have some responsibility on how our black community is vocalized or shared opinions are put out there into the to a mass audience you have that responsibility and you choosing to use these questions as a seasoned may i repeat seasoned journalist you knew exactly what you were doing so mm -hmm. this the sympathy i i don't have for mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. at all mm -hmm. but you know it is what it is. Like, I honestly feel like I'm giving her way too much more energy than she even deserves okay, at this yeah. point. You're right. So, so let's move on. move on. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, do you want to say anything about Amber Rose and this bald head shit? I don't even know about <laughs> Girl, you know, I could care less Amber about Rose, her. Amber Rose got her forehead tatted, but... <laughs> that is not even a topic. What is a topic, uh, my niggas? Yes. It's how Trump is trying to start this new law with, mm -hmm. or... His, his plan, not law, he's planning to, to bring, um, basically saying that the loan forgiveness would be canceled. Oh, come on, nigga. Like, why? I just had to ask why. What Did he give he any explanation? He didn't give any reason why. Yeah. He didn't give any um, explanation of, of a reason why, but that is such a fucking bold move to do in the middle of an election. He doesn't care. I, I want to know what the reasoning behind that is. Like, honestly... You know, I'm obviously biased, but at the same time, like, I just want to, it's like math. Like, I hate math, but I know I have to do it or whatever. Right. So, like, you know, like, I just want to understand why. Like, why is the pie, pie, um, pack, what is it? I can't think right now. 
Pythagorean Pythagorean theory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pythagorean theory. Yo, Pythagorean theory. Clip. Yeah. Ah. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I just want to know why I had to do this when, you know, there's simple math. <laughs> there's simple addition, subtraction, multiply, and d- division. Like, why do I have to do this? That's why I never did really well in math because... I just need to know why behind right. everything. So, and I'll do it, but I just need to know why so I can do it. So I can fully understand. So I just want to know, why are you eliminating that? Like, what is that doing to help your case? Like, what is loan debt in the United States doing to help Republicans or even to help the American society financially, because I know he's all about money. So I'm like, so what? What is the forgiveness program doing? Maybe it's that we we keep continuing to pay. Maybe maybe that's what it is. So that because if you forgive the loans, then that means money is coming out of of the government. That means they're not getting money back. So maybe maybe that's. I had to really think about it because I'm just like, why why adult? Because it doesn't affect him. <sighs> That's the real answer. Yeah. That's the real answer. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't affect them. So I'm saying that to say, please, mm-hmm. as a as a community, as our listeners, as our audience, as our fans, as our friends, sitting and kicking here, kicking it with us on our, you know, what's the word that you use? Um, proverbial couch. Yeah, proverbial <laughs> couch. Please go out and vote. Get oh, no, your girl, to go bitch. Out and vote. I said, girl, bitch. Girl, when this... <laughs> When this shit start popping off with, um, you know, I think once we they get do a drive when to they, make people to vote. Right. Once they start getting down to the nitty gritty of who is the Democratic um, lead, we honestly all need to come together and mm-hmm. support them. Whether you support Bernie, whether you support um, Klobuchar, Warren. Elizabeth Warren, you know, Biden, whoever ends up moving us forward. We need to just get behind him and rally behind him because at him or her. Because at the end of the day, um, Trump isn't doing anything to help our society as a whole or our financial situation mm-hmm. or our um, united relations, our um, global relations. He's not. So we need someone who's a little more level-headed in there. And I, I'm pretty sure that anybody else is, is more level-headed than right. this nigga at this point. Now is not the time to coward. Yeah, it's not the time to be like, oh, we should have did independent. We should have did that. No, it's time to just go ahead. Everybody has to make a decision at some point, and it's it's time to make that decision to go stand up, vote, and do what's right for our future. Yeah, and the votes matter, especially the millennial votes. See, I want to get my homegirl. I won't say her name because, you know, she explained to me why it's such a big deal when you work for the government. Mm-hmm. Um why they could because there's like a clause and stuff um even though you can say all views are my own mm-hmm. um it's still like because of who's in office that like apparently he be looking into people of course and stuff so like even the tiniest of people be getting like slashed sometimes because he got feelers out there to right. see if anybody is this is some like dictatorships type shit that's mm-hmm. going on so but she said she would like to talk. I was like, if I could figure out a way to change her voice. <laughs> I was like, oh, if you could go under a different alias. Right, <laughs> uh, you know, like, I would love for you to come on the podcast and really talk about, mm-hmm. you know, what you hear, what what you know. Because she's very knowledgeable 
and she's a huge supporter of Bernie, which is very interesting. She has some interesting insights. And um, I think Bernie won Iowa or New Hampshire. He It just came out that he actually won New Hampshire. Okay, that's good. That's a swing yeah. state, so... Yeah, and so let's see what happens. We're going to um, get a little more educated on that stuff, too, so we can keep you all up to date, who, you know, whoever may not know enough information, because they be putting on debates and stuff on Friday nights, and nigga, we, we just too niggerish to watch that. Right, nowadays. right. Like, maybe, closer, <laughs> maybe closer to November. We'll watch. When do we vote? Will that be this year? It's this year, right? I think it is this year, yeah. 2020, 2020 elections. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to see. <laughs> Um, lastly, were you about to say something, Kel? Uh Lastly, uh, there is one other story that, um, did you hear the Nicki Minaj, um, Queen Radio? Apparently 50 Cent was on there. I'm sorry, y'all. I I didn't watch it. But Uh she's out here looking fabulous, so salute to her. Um, you know, apparently Meek Mill did come out and say that he never put his hands on her before or any woman apparently mm-hmm. um so that's in relation to those tweets that i said i was too tired to talk about last <laughs> week i did you know because of the news i was able to hear more about it so you know okay applaud to nikki i know there's other stories that i'm forgetting but you know last thing power mm-hmm. what were your thoughts um the end of an era the beginning of new books like the bible <laughs> It's as okay. if Ghost was Jesus. Girl. <laughs> um, it ended how I expected it to end. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised that yes. Tariq was the killer. It made sense. It yes, needed to close it, it needed to end. And that's the only way that would make sense. Yeah. Um, am I excited about any of the books? No. Yeah. I feel like Damn. I'm good with being done. Yeah. You don't you don't want to watch any I don't want to watch any of the books. I do. I did start to watch, and I was hesitant to watch it because I was like, "Ugh, another one." But for Life Show that he has on ABC, and it actually is good. Yeah. Okay. So, um, another podcast I was listening to was talking about that today, and they were saying they watched the um, the beginning, uh, the first episode of that yesterday, and that it was bomb. Yeah, it was. I didn't even want to go to work this morning because I was watching and I was like, ooh, this is okay. getting good. I'm going to look that up. It's on, okay. is it on um, Hulu? Because <laughs> you know I'm going to go into your Hulu. Right, right, right. It. it might be. It might be, yeah. Because that's how I was watching it. It came on the other day, so day. usually it's like the day later, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, when you, side note, when you said that the um, Zoe remind you of me on Grownish, which episode was you watching? Zoe. I just caught up. The last episode. The last episode with her and Luca. Uh-huh. Was that when they had sex or was that the following The one? following episode. Yeah, when they, girl, when that nigga came around the corner and Dorman pulling his shirt down. Uh-huh. Like, oh, I was like, that like, was me when she was in the hallway like. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Just interaction just. Yeah, Damn, yo. I was like, I didn't even know that's what you were talking about until like, because I hadn't seen the last What's two episode? episodes. Okay, gotcha. So I thought you were talking about like her ducking and dodging him in the beginning of the season. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you haven't watched Grownish, we love Grownish. Grownish is really good, y'all. It really is. Especially if you went to college. Like all yeah. three of the series, Blackish, Mixedish is 
hilarious. I haven't really watched that. It's Bitch. good. That yeah. shit is funny. The funny thing is, it's Let not me go even pour you a drink, again. right? It's not even so much that uh, Joan, the character of Joan, being funny, mm-hmm. as it is the little fucking sister. That little sister is so sassy. It is just like the things that she'd be saying out her mouth is like, oh, that's like the true epitome of a sister. And I like the contrast of um, Tika Sumter's character versus her sister. So like, it's just, it's a good show. What's her sister? What about her sister? So her sister is like this real ratchet. And then Tika is like very like put together, posh, lawyer, you know, and it's total opposite from what the show Blackish character made her mom to look like and be. So it's it's different in that sense, but it's a really good show. Like, and they bring out every single like issue that people would have in a mixed family. Like, that's exactly what I imagine it to be. So yeah, it's a good show. It's funny, hilarious. You should definitely check it out. Okay, but yeah, cheers. Yes, cheers. Um, clink. <laughs> so, yes, we are about to get into our talk topic. As you know, we talk. We're going to be talking about self lovery, and you know, just the different ways from a spiritual perspective, from a wellness perspective, and just you know, from our perspective as Black millennial females living in the DMV. <laughs> yes. So, y'all, girl, I had a great conversation with. One of my homegirls, her name is Tasha. I also use her as like a mentor because um, she's not like that much older than me, but she's old enough to have experienced things. And I listen to her. Like I take what she says to heart, listen, and I try to, mm-hmm. you know, be better, do better, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, you know, like basically what would she tell her 32 year old self? And I'm 31 right now, but I'm approaching 32. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of wanted to get an idea of what she would say to her 32-year-old self. And from a career perspective, she said that she would have told herself to, you know, really get into the partnerships, like work with the different people. Even if you feel like it's, you know, that you're above that person or beneath that person, whatever the case may be, gain the experience by working with those different types of people. Really go for leadership roles and um, make it your own and don't half-ass it. Like really go, like push hard to always do your best and give your best despite whatever circumstances may fall because that is something that you can take on to the next job or the next level that you're going at. Mm-hmm. And from a... Um, Excuse me. Um, <laughs> from a uh, spiritual perspective, she said to really lean, lean in on the Bible. And, like, if you're feeling sad and you're feeling weary, you're feeling, like, you know, anxious or you're feeling, like, discouraged, go into the Bible. Find out, like, why do I feel that way? Like, and what are the, what is the Christian way of handling that and the Christian way perspective of going about that? And that has really kind of, like, helped her, mold her, to shape her, to to be uplifted and and the fact that she can move on and move forward in life. So, yeah. Um, I just thought I would share that with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really like that. And it reminds me of our girl, Anaya Helen, who was one of our guests on the podcast. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of her t-shirt where it says, um, and of course now I can't find it. But <laughs> it says something like, um, spirituality therapy, prayer, and meditation, you know, like putting all four of those things together Mm -hmm. is important 
Um, and I think that's what this episode was all about. Like, mm-hmm. just putting all of those things together. And now I want to make sure that I say the words right. Therapy and meditation and prayer and healing. And I like how she has the and because... Mm-hmm. You don't, her point was it's not just individuals by each one, it's all of them together. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's mm-hmm. a word. Yes, okay, so let's dig right in. Today's talk topic is self levery 2.0 slash I because we want to continue this trend of talking about self love because that's the best love you can ever have. Yes, um. And being in love this year, we're talking about being in love with your spirit. Mm -hmm. And so, Kel and I are, as you may already know if you're a listener of the podcast, are um, Christians. Mm -hmm. And we are serious about our faith. And so, this year we've been talking about really putting into action positive thinking and um, manifestation. This Mm -hmm. is a year of manifestation for Mm -hmm. us. And because we both got a lot going on this year, a lot happening this year. Mm -hmm. And so we, as a result, have been really hearing a lot of messages in our own, our separate churches and just Mm -hmm. people around us about positive thinking and um, spiritual wellness. Right. And so I just wanted to go over a few ways that, you know, three top things that I'm going to hit here. I I feel like I sound like my pastor. (laughs) Three key points. Personal reflection, practicing spiritual wellness, and positive thinking, a.k.a. calling things into existence. Yeah. So, we're going to get straight into the personal reflection. There's um, seven ways to do this. And personal reflection is just, you know, kind of taking a moment to assess your own spiritual wellness by asking yourself, you know, these seven things. So, one, what gives my life meaning and purpose? You know, um, especially with Valentine's Day. Girl, it's just one day. Right. It's just one day. I'm telling you, it's one day. There's more to life than Valentine's Day. Um, And in general, there's a lot more to life than what we see online for people. Um, I saw the interview with Bow Wow and um, Amarion on Tidal. Praise the Lord that Dennis has title. <laughs> you know, before there was Drake, there was Amaria. <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. And Amarion's looking excellent. Okay. He is. He's looking excellent. aging you know, really well. His spiritual wellness, he's wearing it very well. Very, he's very centered. I think he okay? got that from his brother. Yes. Sonny. Oh, my God. I tell you, that man is so zen. He's like a, no, a hope, black Buddha. I hope Dennis don't listen to this episode. Because he's going to be like, ah, how are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we got a wedding to plan. Uh, yeah, yes, we yes. got a wedding to plan. But, uh, you know, it was really good watching that. Um, I forget why I brought that up. Um, oh, because they were talking about how, you know, like Bow Wow even brought up how, you know, when they had the Bow Wow challenge. He was saying how... I don't know if it was Amarion or someone else, but Amarion had also said it to him before, too, that, you know, a lot of this stuff lives online. It doesn't live in real life. So we really, we, our lives are surrounded by social media, depending on who you are. I feel like if you have, maybe I'll say three, because I feel like the average person has like three social media accounts because you have Facebook, which is like, you know, default. Mm-hmm. And then, because we all, like, if you're, like, our age 
or a little older, you came into college and you got right. yourself a Facebook. It was just like a rites of passage. You had Black Planet. You had all that. So you you went into that Mahente, mm-hmm. whatever. So right. you did that shit. All right. So if you got, you know, three social media platforms, yeah, your life could kind of revolve around that in the sense that, you know, even the the comments of if it didn't happen on social media, like if it wasn't posted on social media, it didn't happen. I hate that. Yeah, and it's like, I'll speak for myself. I feel like I can be like that sometimes, and I'm trying to lately pull back a little bit, not when it comes to CCC, because that this is our job. Right. But... <laughs> When it comes to my personal account, I'm trying to pull back a little bit on, you know, just kind of disconnecting. So I would say, like, disconnect and try to really meditate on what your life meaning is. Like, what what is really important to you if all this stuff went away with social media? Like, imagine if social media just got shut down, like how Instagram be getting shut down. People be like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Like, when that's happened for us before, I feel like I've I've really gotten shit done. I feel like I've really, like, reconnected with people outside of my phone for once, you know? And so really look up from your phone and figure out what the meaning of your life is, who your real friends are, who the real people in your life are. And then you can, with that openness of not being sucked in, you could kind of try to figure out, okay, wait, rem- or remind yourself, what is my purpose? Like, what what am I here for? Um, what gives me hope? Everybody goes through shit. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to figure out, and I know that's a, a tactless way to say it, but we all have hard times. So that's also to say, like, girl, we've been single before on Valentine's Day. I was just telling my cousin last night how there was a time when, you know, me and you took each other on a date. Yep. You know, friends give me hope. Like when I went through not getting a job at first on my birthday and Kel and Gemma came here um, to surprise me for my birthday, I bawled and I told them they gave me hope. So, um, because I was feeling down and seeing them, it just made me happy again and them trying to uplift my spirits. It worked. Um, how do I get through tough times? Where do I find comfort? Girl, it could be ice cream, cupcakes. Girl, yes. A glass of coffee. So not only just through humans or spirituality, also food. Yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Jenny's. Anything. Exactly. Like, yeah. I need to do a glamorous food tour stop at Jenny's. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Am I tolerant of other people's views about life issues? I mean, a good example could be our talk top. I mean, our um, in the ratchetness and righteousness of us talking about people that in the LGBT community, specifically the T, you know, how what's his name is choosing, what's his name, Dwayne, is choosing to handle his um, daughter's uh, need to be called a different pronoun than what she was born as. Right. Am I tolerant of that? Because you know what's funny? That kind of takes up some of your um, personal happiness, too. Um, like, sitting there, you know, when we talk, when we look at, I feel like we've had this conversation before, looking at, like, love and hip-hop and stuff, mm-hmm. and you, like, getting amped up because, like, it's just dumb shit going on on there. And right. Then, you know, and then it's like, yo, how did I let that energy into my space? Like, why did I get so 
mad about that, and I don't even know these people. Right, and they don't even know I, don't I even exist. Know them. I don't exactly. Know them. So, um, do I make attempts to expand my awareness of different ethnic, racial, and religious groups? I would say even, you know, social groups mm-hmm. in the sense of what we just talked about. Like, you may not understand it, but you can expand your knowledge on it. Yeah, you know, Americans say they love culture, but do, do they really? Mm-hmm. You know? Like the melting pot theory mm-hmm. when it's really a mixed salad bowl. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I make time for relaxation in my day? Whoo! No. <laughs> Honestly, truly, No. I don't make it. That's a part of wellness that I think we all could work on. Girl, I can't even make an appointment for myself to go to the doctor. That is hard. So let's let me like really challenge you with that. When do you think you could have that moment in a day? My therapist therapist just said that to me yesterday. She definitely just said that to me yesterday. She was like, so on the ride home from dropping your son off, you can call. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll call her. Like, like no, for a call, session. call the uh to to have a doctor's appointment. Oh, okay. And I'm yeah. like, I just be so busy. I can't because I got to do this. You make up all these excuses that, but you really need to have some sort of relaxation. Yeah, day. yeah. Make the time. I mean, you don't ride the train, so I would have said that. But like, um, is there a moment where you could, like, you know how they say. Yeah, I think working out is like self-care mm-hmm. as well. So I think that also, it may not be relaxation, but it's a bit of self-care. You're making time mm-hmm. to have that self-care for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so there may have to be, you You already wake up early, but mm-hmm. you know, if you make the time to like have a five minute of meditation that you look forward to every day in your closet. I'm serious about the closet. You ever seen that movie? Uh, I don't war know. Room, war room. The prayer room. Yeah, mm-hmm. the war room or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You know. I, I want one of those actually. Yeah. In my house. Yeah. I, I want a prayer room. Yeah, absolutely. That, you know, I would say even though that's not relaxation, once again, it's like bringing it back to me, centered me, recentering myself and mm-hmm. what my purpose is. And what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And you kind of come out of that a little more relaxed. And it, and um, they say my day, you know, sometimes it's a drink. We mm-hmm. having a drink right now. You exactly. know, everything in moderation. Everything mm-hmm. in moderation. Lastly, number seven. Do my values guide my decisions and actions? Mm-hmm. Woo! Read me. Mm-hmm. Read me. It definitely does for me. Mm-hmm. I, I can definitely say that my values do guide my decisions and my actions. And I think it also brings it back to that question of number five. Do I make attempts to expand my awareness of different ethnic, racial, and religious groups? Because if I'm expanding my mind and having an open mind, that will determine also some of the actions that I will take. Because it won't just be about my values. It'll be about values as a humanity first. And then my personal values mm-hmm. second. I like that. I like that. Okay. So moving on, how can we practice more spiritual wellness? All right. So, um, uh, let me scroll on down. Sorry. (laughs) So, uh, practicing self, uh, spiritual wellness, uh, the ways that the reason why we bring that up is when you're striving to develop 
and practice your own spiritual wellness, it's usually best to find the technique and approach that works best for you right as an individual um you know you can see all these different ways meditation may not work for you uh, right. you know yoga may not work for you right. it may be a different form so um similar to the other dimensions of wellness there's no one size fits all approach so um your journey to spiritual wellness may involve the following so practicing once again meditation or yoga um, praying or taking part in an organized religion, uh, spending quiet time alone, pondering the meaning of life. That's what I'd be talking about. Like there's this thing that Amanda Seals does sometimes on her Instagram, her IG stories where she'll just record the sky or some form of nature Mm -hmm. for like three or four clips. And she says that she does that occasionally to just remind people like there's life outside of this. And mm-hmm. to just, like, be p- calm and at peace. It is really hard to be calm and at peace. I've tried this exercise before, too, because meditation was very hard for me to be silent and to actually just sit. And when you have, speaking from someone who has high anxiety, um, when I sit and I get quiet, it really, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, all your feelings will kind of rush and sometimes you can just break down into tears and mm-hmm. have no real reason why. It's just, it's hard to be calm and to really be quiet and be one with yourself and really stop and think and let the floodgates of your thoughts come through you. Do you feel like you, you're you on the move because, like, you like, constantly moving and going because... I don't like to address. You, I'm an avoider. Mm, I'm an avoider, too, though. So... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I picked up on that when you said that just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is why I know I need therapy. But there's been times when I've gotten out of the car. It's usually like when I'm getting out of the car or I'm driving and the sky will be like a vanilla sky. Or even it might just be like, you know, I see the clouds. Like I notice them. Right. And, then I'll, be, and I'll just be like, wow, thank you, God, for mm-hmm. that moment. Because I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't look at that enough. Same here. I don't look at that enough. And uh, even where we live, sometimes I'd be just be like, all right, we're so on the go so much that mm-hmm. we don't just stop. Take it in. Yeah, and take it all in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that. And the other day, where was we? Was we at Jenny's or was we at, I don't know where we were together, but we both started daydreaming. Was Probably. That, Maybe yeah. it was Yeah. And um, I was saying how they say it's good to daydream because it's supposed to break up some of the craziness going on in your head, all the like anxiety and um you know, constant thoughts swimming through your head where uh-huh. it's just going, 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 going. Sometimes when you daydream, that's great to break it up. They used to say that was good, like, when you're studying, if you just break off and daydream, it kind of breaks it up again and, like, clears your mind. Uh-huh. And so I would say that's also another, like, spending quiet time alone example. Mm-hmm. Building awareness through journaling. I don't know what awareness, what they mean by awareness through uh-huh. journaling, but dur- journaling, absolutely. <laughs> I think building awareness is a journey. What I interpreted from that is just mm-hmm. like being able to write down your feelings and be able to kind of map out what your um, ooh self awareness. Yeah, it's more of like a okay. self awareness thing. So like, 
these are the things that I want to accomplish. These are the things that I'm, oh, where I'm at currently right now. You ever this wrote in your journal it. and looked back like a couple years ago? Like I keep later? all of my journals for that very reason. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I'd be reflect. looking back at a, at a journal entry and I'd be like, I, it's always not as bad as I thought it was in that moment. I know, right? It always, Crazy. like, I'd be like, Life no. is over. <laughs> Man, like I was wilding. Like I understand why I was wilding in that moment, but I'm so glad that I kept going. Yeah. Not that saying that I ever really wanted to kill myself or anything like that, but like you I'm just like wow. Like I'm glad I just kept going. You know, they always say it's darkest at night, and you know, joy cometh in the morning. So yep, uh, it's so true. That's why I love that song by Mary Mary in the morning. You'll be all right. <laughs> so, um, because it's so true for the most part. I have had moments where it's been like, damn, like when someone died or something where I, I still kind of wake up sad. Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, when I feel like something's really troubling me, that by the next morning, it's like, it's not that bad. Right. You know? And lastly... Serving your community, A-C-C-C. Yes, we all about that philanthropy. <laughs> yes, serving your community, spending time in nature, oh, what we just said. Exactly. Appreciating music and the arts. Yes, go to a museum. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Go to a concert. That that yeah. definitely helps me. Oh, yeah. To zone out. Yeah, like when you're at a concert, it's like going to the movies. I feel like it's the same thing. Like when you're at that concert or when you're in a, like, a, or if even if you're watching a movie at home and it's really good, so you're not distracted, like watching a movie that you can't get distracted by anything else because it's so good, um, or reading a book, they all have the same level of sucking me in. And that's a good suck in because right. Instagram sometimes be full of trash. Right, right. <laughs> that's my own fault because I created my own algorithm. Right. <laughs> But, like, being sucked in by a book, being sucked in by a movie, or, yep. like, I just started watching The Good Place, that TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't, um, I had fell off after the first two episodes. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. Um, in fact, I'm probably going to start it before Dennis gets back if he takes too long to get home, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. And I like it because it, it sucks me in. I feel like I'm in a different world. I'm watching this TV show. You know, it's like the magicians and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know, that really is a way to, like, escape. Exactly. Um, and, you know, again, like, serving time with your community, um, it's so, it's such a, so, I feel like it's the best way to um, get centered mm -hmm. and practice, practice spiritual wellness. Because you're helping someone else in the midst of keeping your mind off of, you know, or like sorting through your own issues. Like, basically, I can't speak right now because of tequila. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to say that you're avoiding your situation, but you're not letting it consume you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you, you kind of get hope and you get a sense of joy helping other people for I would say for the most part someone will get a sense of joy helping another person um yeah you're taking a moment to sow into your community and you're putting mm -hmm. like everything that you're putting in the world you're 
what is how do I want to word this? Basically, like you're just putting positivity back into the world. You're you're helping someone else that's in need, and it's serving almost not just that one person. It's a double sided relationship that you're, mm -hmm. you know, pouring into. Yeah, pouring into someone else. Yeah, definitely. I love that. And so lastly, I just want to cover really quick because I know we're short for time. Um, positive thinking and calling things into existence. Mm -hmm. So it's funny, I've been hearing a lot about this lately. Um, and I know this is going to be one of our, um, I think it's one of our motivational moments in the, in the future, mm -hmm. in the near future. But uh, for so a man speaketh, um, he, he is or he will be. Something of that. Horrible. But yes. Raquel quoted it perfectly. <laughs> um, but, you know, as a man speaks, so he will be. Basically, like, you speak who you are. You speak what you want to be. You speak mm -hmm. what you want in this world. Like, um, you know, I was at this thing the other day, and a woman was talking about prayer and radical prayer and stuff and repeating things three times and the importance of three. And she said she goes further to ten sometimes or even a hundred if she's really, like, hyper focused on like asking God commanding God to make something happen that she wants and so she was saying how she's heard or read before that you know in the um in the universe or in the um atmosphere they see infrared rays from words of conversations mm -hmm. vibrating off of the atmosphere so like even if you aren't a Christian and you more so believe in like the universe returning stuff and karma, that's real. Mm -hmm. So what you put out there mm -hmm. comes back. So we must be positive in our thinking as, as much as possible. We're going to, we're human. We're going to have bad thoughts, mm -hmm. but we have to be, we have to speak positivity and like straight up positivity, no lukewarmness. I've been a lukewarm person for a long time. And I learned after a recent situation, like, I, I can't do that. I literally have to speak positivity. I have to say it's mine. I have to say what I want is speak going to happen. Mm -hmm. like, because the things that I have said that about that I, like, literally have a shadow, not, not a shadow of a doubt, has come to pass or will pass. Like, I knew I was going to graduate college. Even when I was, like, failing and having to go to a couple classes. See, that's the part that we don't understand or that we think, oh, if I say it, it should happen without no problems. No, there are going to be problems. You right. are going to fail some classes. You are going to, you know, have to take summer courses and take statistics three times. Right. In my situation, you are going to be begging for a grad student to help you with your class in the mm -hmm. labs. And she's going to look at you like you should just drop out or whatever, <laughs> you know, and those things happen, but, you know, I remember my father saying, well, Anna, I just hope that you, you know, graduate. And I remember being even in that moment in despair, like, yeah, I never said I wasn't going to graduate. I'm going to graduate. And I'm going to graduate in 2010. It was winter, but I got that shit. Right. <laughs> so, right. you know, you make that shit happen. Like, I knew I was going to get married. I'm about to get married. Right. No matter what is going on with me being currently unemployed, which mm -hmm. is changing in itself anyway, because right. we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> but, you know, in the essence of being positive, mm -hmm. you know, technically I'm not unemployed anymore. Mm -hmm. So we have to be positive and like things like, I know I will be a mother one day. Mm -hmm. 
I had to just say that because you don't know what obstacles may try to rise up against you. And from the spiritual side of things, what demons may try to rise up against you, the, 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 the whole thing of God, of not God, but the devil trying to um, persuade you and change your thoughts. He tries to jump into your thoughts and make you think different things so that when you speak things, it becomes what he wants to happen for you rather than what God wants to happen for you. Right. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. That Your mm -hmm. words are the most powerful thing that you can actually, you know, they're more powerful than a gun. They're more powerful than a sword. Mm. It is your words because those are the mm. things, like you said, that are manifesting that, that will come to life. So you always want to speak life into your situations. You life. never want to speak death into your situations. You want to speak positivity. I tell that to my son all the time. Oh, that's so good that you're preaching so, that to him. I'm um, trying to teach Sean that. Yeah, you got to build their confidence up. And that's the best way to do it is to always constantly speak positive words over your situation. My mom gets on my last nerves. However, period, comma, she is the best one who have definitely taught me, like, every day, every morning, she prays for me to have a debt-free house. Things that I would oh, never wow. think of. That's beautiful. Those are the Kel. type of things that you have. I could cry here and <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, thank you. But, um, and you have to be in agreement with her. Right. You have to, be in, I have to be in agreement with her. And also, just, like, she's really been the main one who's a champion that whole speaking positive things. Like, she's be like, I'm not sick. I rebuke that. Da, da, da. I right. am healed. And she's like, like yeah. to, this, mm -hmm. to this day. Like, and those yeah. are the times Wait. when it's hard right. to speak it. That's what he wants you to do because mm -hmm. God gets, he gets, um, not get off. I don't know the best word to say that, but gets off off of your praises. He loves to be praised. Mm -hmm. So, and we have to activate his his power because we have dominion. See, now we going to church. I know, right? We have dominion. <laughs> we have power over this world, and so does the devil. So, we as the people of this world have to speak life because that's what activate with including with the word. And it's also been said in the Bible that you must command. That God does what he says that he would do in the Bible. He said he would supply all of my needs. So say that. God, you said you would supply all my needs. And find the actual scripture that says that. You said you would supply all of my needs. So let's... According so, to his riches and glory. Philippians 3.14. Thank you. <laughs> According to his riches. Thank you, Kel. You know, so you said that you would supply all my needs. That includes everything that I want. Wants and need. So... <laughs> mm -hmm. And the lady, she broke it down as to what needs are. That's what I was gonna say. You need to be specific, yeah. People, don't just give him. Go deeper. Mm -hmm. Go deeper than the service. Don't just say, "God, I need you to supply money." God, I need you to supply this house that's debt free, that's paid off mm -hmm. in this year. God, I need you to be able to pay for this wedding. It's a hundred fifty thousand dollars da, da, da. i need you to take away these loan debts by yes. this date lord jesus da, da, da. Yes. be very specific and be intentional yes. in your prayer and have faith Amen. and then come together with another person because when two or three are gathered it will be there you it go. will it will happen he will grant um that request and um there was something i was gonna say along sorry, those no no that was good i'm glad you said that that two the two and three thing um because that's real too and i've seen it in action you know, we'll in another episode we'll talk about tithing. Yes, <laughs> we can because I'm there. already seeing some things transpire. Yes, already, you. You we'll see the benefits. Yeah, so it's benefits into this. It's interesting. Week one for right. me, but we gonna we gonna touch on that mm -hmm. in another episode for sure. Um, 
But yeah, uh, definitely activate his word. Oh, and the thing I was going to say was um, we're supposed to come to him like a king, you know, so or king or queen. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to necessarily. And I think God, personally, I think God will understand if you're really going through something and you're crying and you're like, oh, you know. But what he wants is for you to be confident mm-hmm. in coming to him and saying, God, you said you would do this. I need you to go ahead and do that. Not being disrespectful, but mm-hmm. confidence with expectation. Mm-hmm. We're requesting these things with expectation. Yes. Um, that he will do it. Because that means you have faith that it will be done. Mm-hmm. And so with that said, I think we need to go ahead and get into this last call. Yes, y'all. I'd like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. Oh, I miss the old Kanye. I know, especially that song. I'm telling you, like, I like I get like a kid again every time I hear him tell the story. I be so geeked. I be so geeked. Oh my god, the fact that you said that hell. Oh my god, talk about somebody believing in themselves. Like, if y'all have never listened to Last Call by Kanye West. From the college dropout. Yeah. It's such a great story. Oh, Years later, I'm still man. be like, Geek, and I listen stars to in your eyes, right? Over and over again. The star in your eye emoji. Like, it's so, I feel the same exact way when <laughs> yes. I listened to it the other day. I was like, I know. Yeah. When, you, when you sent it to me, I was like, yes, I blasted it. I was yes. like, I love this story. <laughs> Yeah, basically oh. it's his story about how he like ended up signing with The Rock and all the different ups and downs that he went through. And that is the most humble I've ever heard Kanye be. The Back. most humble. The way he's telling that story, the people that he's saluting throughout the story, it's just, it's excellent. I love his story. I know. Um, you know, anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're starting this new segment on the show this year called The Last Call. I'm so excited and about this. If you would like to be our um, sponsor for our last call, it'll be a shot of either a wellness drink or some type of, you know, nice, uh, what do you call them? Spirits? Yes. <laughs> a nice spirit. Um, you know, please contact us. You know how to do it at Cognac Cupcakes conversations on instagram or email us at cognac cupcakes and conversations at gmail.com also one more thing that i want to add in the light of our spirituality moment that we're about to have Mm -hmm. um if you guys have like something that you are like have a prayer or have anything like that send us a dm we can definitely speak words of positivity to you guys as well yes yes all right so I just realized that we're doing this out of order because oh, yeah. we're supposed to do the philanthropy moment. Oh. So, I'm going to keep it this way for this episode, but y'all know in the future <laughs> that it will truly be the last call yes. in the next episode. We, That's we what I get excited. for not writing it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was excited to get to this part. I was too. <laughs> All right, so for, we're going to do the last call this way today, but next time it'll be the last call for real. Okay, so each last call... Um, you know, we're going to have a special drink as our last shot of the day. Usually we start off each episode with some sort of drink. Y'all know this, cognac cupcakes and conversations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so our last shot today is by Reset Wellness, (laughs) which is 
a cannabis friendly um, what's the word consulting firm. Yes. And um, they have delicious juices, mm. and we and mm. we personally love the CBD only juices. Mm-hmm. Um, this juice flavor that we have today is the honey ginger, lemon, honey, ginger tea. Yeah, ginger honey lemon tea. And well, I don't think it's a tea. I it's think a it's, lemonade. Is it it's a just lemonade? a ginger honey lemon. Okay. Or, yeah. So really tasty. Um, mm-hmm. Kel, you have you had it before? No, this I had the first time. This will be my first time having okay. this version of okay. it. But yes, girl. Yeah. So oh, and I meant to say also, and I'll explain this again on the next episode since I'm botching this right now. But each uh, last call will be followed with. Uh, just a little bit of, of, of a wellness tip. And since this episode is about loving yourself and mm-hmm. finding spirituality, you know, loving your inner spirit, you know, we wanted to get closer to our spirit with CBD because I feel like the higher you get, um, the closer <laughs> you are. Yeah. So you truly are. Um, you know, so yes. So, Kel, uh, I guess let's start with the chat first. All right. Cool. Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Very flavorful. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of a tea that remember that tea I brought you from that place. Um, what's that place called? Yes, that's exactly yes. what it tastes like. <laughs> yes, that's why I bang with it. It's really uh, good. It tastes just like so. Imagine drinking this warm on your period, like, mm-hmm. but you can't drink too much of it because you don't want to be too high. But <laughs> that was. Excellent, and I yes. never could make it myself the I same know. way. But when I first tried this, I was like, "Oh my god, That's this it. tastes just like that." But okay, so in regards to our whole conversation today, um, okay. our last call <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Girl. This road juice is bomb. This one is bomb. I can imagine what the apple cider one was. Jeez. <laughs> just keeps getting better. Okay, so, you know, we want to send positive vibes out there to all of you. And um, in a sermon that I heard earlier this week, uh, the pastor, Bill Winston, I think is his name, talked about how uh, a lot of the things that we talked about earlier, but he talked about Jabez in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And Jabez, apparently that means, that name means pain. And a lot of the time, or I guess essentially back then especially, you were your name, Mm -hmm. like your, your namesake is what your life was to be. But he brought up the fact that God can increase whatever is going on in your life um, Mm -hmm. to positivity. So Jabez would pray this prayer to God. And um, it's 1 Chronicles 4.10 in the New International Version. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jabez cried out to God, to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. And so um, Bill Winston went on to say to pray that for 30 days um, and see where you land from there. Because uh, Jabez essentially was asking God to expand him far beyond what his namesake was, far beyond what was expected of him, far beyond what he expected for himself. And so, thank you, Lord, for these words, mm-hmm. first of all, because I felt that as I said it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we limit ourselves. We limit our thinking of what is possible. Our God is a big God. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I feel this as I'm saying it. Yes. Our God is a big God. 
and we need to have great expectations and we need to, you know, supercharge him and say, God, I know you can do this for me. Do mm-hmm. this for me. And his will is already going to be done mm-hmm. because his will is what's written in the Bible, y'all. Mm-hmm. That is That word is his will. So he's saying in that Bible that he can do more for you than what you expect mm-hmm. to be done for you. So unlock them keys. Mm-hmm. Like, get them keys. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Mm-hmm. Get them keys, y'all, and use them. Mm-hmm. That's facts. Facts. That's facts on facts. It was something that you said I was going to bring up. What you just said. Um, um, uh, our God is a big God. After that. Um, supercharge him. Okay, got it. Great Sorry. expectations? Oh. What's the great expectations? No. Yes. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. That shot really did do something to us. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, it wasn't the shot. It was actually the tequila. I blame the tequila. <laughs> Sorry about that. But, yes, um, anything that we ask, think, or imagine, Ephesians 3.20, now to him who was able to do immeasurably more than we, all that we can ask, imagine, according to his power that is work within us. So, yes, yes, we definitely have to reach for that. Send and me that, please. I can. Yeah. My pastor has been saying that this is our thing for this year. Ephesians 3.20. We're leaving an Ephesians 3.20 type of life this year. Okay. So, yes, y'all, y'all. Lenten season is coming up, y'all. So, that's another thing for, for those who practice it. Right. But, yes. Okay. All right. All right. So, yes. let's get into this that philanthropy moment. Get up, get out, and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out, and get something. Because you and I got to do for you and I. All right, so yes, uh, philanthropy moment. This week's philanthropy highlight will be Hot Hope. Mm. Hot Hope mission is to make it easier for people to give more meaningfully. She creates curated gift boxes of products that give back to the environment and to the community. I like that. Yeah. I like that name. Hot Hope, right? I know, it's cute. Mm-hmm. It's like H A H A. Let me spell that for you guys too. It's H A U T E Hope. Um, and you can check them out um on their website at hothope.com. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been doing a lot of great things. They have cute little boxes. I'm gonna show you the box that they have, mm-hmm. like little candles. Mm-hmm. Everything is really eco friendly. And Very it's nice. Also, a black owned business. Yes. Women owned, black owned. Nice, nice. So yes. Okay. Alright, and on that note, y'all, we hope that you liked our last call. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know if you want to sponsor the next uh, last call. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And until next time, until next week, basically, <laughs> we out. Happy we out. Valentine's Happy Day, Valentine's guys. Day, Happy everyone. Valentine's Day, Keller Happy Valentine's Day, boo. It's cheers. Cheers. It's a vibe.